Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Miss Dej, with the God and Gossip Podcast Show. I am pleased to present um, that little snippet of a song from my sweet little sister. Her name is Trinity Bailey. That is her debut single. It is called Turn Back. It is definitely on all platforms, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify. You can find it pretty much anywhere. She is 16 years old. She wrote the song and produced it herself. Go check her out on Instagram. Her handle is at I am Trinity Bailey. So shout out to my baby sis, my baby girl. I love you. I'm proud of you and keep on pushing. All right, you guys, let's get into this episode. This is episode three of the God and Gossip podcast show. And today I think it is about time that we start talking about none other than social media. Yeah. Okay. So um, basically I wanted to start with the intro of social media, I remember back in the day, you know, some many moons ago, it seems for me, when MySpace first emerged, you know, Tom was your first friend. He's the guy who created MySpace and there was the the page and you had your top friends and you could do the gifts and the little backgrounds and do surveys and post them on there and you post your pictures and all was sweet. You know, you could connect with people that you probably lost touch with or anything like that some people actually got discovered from myspace from singing or um doing acting it kind of was like a youtube of sorts in a way back then and then you know youtube was a big thing there's a lot of uploads to just random videos people would post on there now youtube you know services so many people i call it youtube university for people who want to learn how to do things i mainly go on there to learn um, hair and makeup tutorials being as though as I'm a hairstylist and a salon owner so those benefit me the most also manifestation and affirmation um, you know pages I look for people you know who I kind of get a vibe with and you know I, I kind of feed my energy from theirs and it helps me keep my vibrational levels up high also um, you know we have Facebook Facebook when it first emerged was more for college students it was actually only strictly for college students and at that time it was crazy because I was hearing about it and luckily I was in community college at the time and so my handle for my email for my community college worked for Facebook and I was able to enter into the you know private club of what was Facebook until they opened it up for everybody And so basically, at that point, Facebook became a worldwide web server for everybody. And it gave people an opportunity, which I like Facebook for, to reconnect with people maybe you lost touch with, um, family, friends from high school or childhood friends and things like that. And you, you know, can reconnect in that way and... It's actually giving people opportunities as well to showcase businesses because now they have like the the pages um, page where you can do businesses or like your own personal blog or personal page. I used to have a model page up. I've since long deactivated it. I'll probably use it for something else in time. Um, Moving on, there's been Twitter. Um, Twitter, you know, has been an interesting add on into the social media media community and it has given people the opportunity to say less <laughs> you know there's that like cliche 
you know, term, say less, everyone says, like, really, Twitter, to me, is, like, the definition of say less. But also, Twitter, I call Twitter the trap house because it seems like there's no holds bar on Twitter that you can pretty much get away with and do anything on Twitter, so it seems. Um, I've noticed that they, they have, like, porn on there now, if I'm not mistaken, which is, like, kind of crazy, you know, to me, but, hey, I don't control it. Um, remember Vine, everybody, with the 30-second videos? I think that's how Cardi B really got popping and away from Vine. A lot of other people definitely got discovered from Vine as well, just doing cute little funny clips, you know what I mean? People either like them or don't like them. You go on, you can follow the person, etc. Then we have Instagram. Now, Instagram, as we all know, when it first started, was just photos. And then you could like, you know what I mean, and things on the photos and leave a comment or whatever the case may be at some point. And it has completely graduated into so many other things. As we know, Facebook bought Instagram for a hefty price. And so Facebook and Instagram are basically synonymous at this point. They're one and the same. And then with Instagram, you know, now we have stories and you have IGTV. So there's been a lot of technological advances where Instagram is concerned with the actual hub of it being able to do so many other things other than what it was originally for, just the photos. Um, And then I heard that they were supposed to be taking the likes away, that they did that, I think, in like Canada and maybe another other place, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but they've yet to do it in the U.S., which I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? Like, do you think that they should take away the likes? I feel like it doesn't really matter because we already know who, like, the quote-unquote popular people are on social media or the people who have a large following. I feel like if you look at someone's profile and you see that they have, like, 100,000 followers, 500,000 followers, a million, five million followers, you're going to know that they're obviously one of the more popular people. So likes kind of doesn't really matter that much. Um, Taking them away, you know, in that regard, because it's still like the populars and then the normals, if that makes any sense. On to Snapchat. I liked Snapchat. Um, I think it was originally just, you know, people would send things that it would disappear. And I think a lot of people, I know when I first found out about it, I was in beauty school. And I want to say that was 2012, 2013. And they were saying um, a lot of people were using it to send nudes because they would disappear. I don't know how true that is. Correct me. I stand corrected if I am not correct. So, um, but Snapchat, you know, came with the filters. Now, Instagram has filters and Facebook has filters. You know what I mean? So, I think Snapchat was innovative on its own, given something different. You know, you can do like a story. Basically, that's what it was. You can do stories and filters and, you know, write little things. I know a lot of younger people still use it. My daughter uses it. They do like streaks and stuff of like photos and different things too um, and keep them going. It's kind of like a chain message, in my opinion. Um, Now we have tiktok tiktok reminds me of old vine and from what i understand tiktok used to be musically which was another kind of social media app 
but I noticed that it was a lot of little kids on it, learning and doing dances like the Renegade, or now we have the Megan Thee Stallion, um, the Captain Hook or the Savage dance, you know, and different things like that. So musically was where a lot of the kids, like my daughter's 17, so kids around her age are younger because my little cousin is about 11, you know, and she has been on musically, aka TikTok now for a long time and it was just dancing like the kids that you see you're walking down the street they're outside hitting the folks or you know what I mean doing the woe and things like that that's where that all started from those dances became popular and have still become popular from TikTok and so I think it's really dope how a lot of artists um their music is getting streamed a lot more and they're getting a lot more plays because of kids actually making dances to the songs and it gives it more of a hype so I think that's super dope um for everybody you know what I mean all involved in people to be able to obviously um have an outlet for their creativity and maybe learn some things or new dances or just something to laugh at you know in their spare time so I want to go with some of the pros and cons of social media. I'm going to get straight to it, especially with Instagram. So, you know, back to what I said about the populars. I think that there's a lot of things going on with social media that are ups and downs and pluses and minuses. So my pros are a lot of people like B. Simone, Woody the Great, um, you know, and people like Terrell Green and things like that. And a lot of other, I mean, obviously celebrities, quote, quote, you know, social media for them is great. They can promote movies, different things like that. The B. Simones, the Woodies, um, the greats, people like them, they have become actually Instagram famous, so to speak, from social media. And I think that's dope because outside of YouTube, you know, people get paid to do YouTube and YouTube has its own algorithms as to how they pay people. But with Instagram, people actually are themselves, for the most part, <laughs> let's, let's, I stand corrected, for the most part, they're themselves, and they get on social media, and they showcase whatever it is about them. You know, B. Simone is funny, she's a comedian, Woody the Great is, is like a comedian as well, um, and then there's Rennie, I like him too, um, and then there are um, other people that I probably we'll just let them be nameless because my mind has it's gone they've disappeared out of my head so anyway <laughs> um so I think it's good like social media has given people a way to make money it's given them another means of income it's made them att attain and achieve those dreams that they thought they would never be able to or they thought that they would have to work three to four to five to eight a hundred times as hard to attain and social media has made the world seem I feel like a lot more condensed and a lot more small and so it allows people to be able to see you at just like that the drop of a dime at the click of a button at the swipe of a finger and it lets people see you in a different light you know and either they like or dislike what they see you know or their personality and then there's those people who don't like you and they still come to your page so either way it's a way you know what they say in um media um all publicity is good whether it's good or bad so i guess as long as you're getting clicks or whatever the case may be depending on what your lane is you know it could be a good thing for you monetarily 
Um, as far as the cons, I feel like there are so many people on social media frauding. And by frauding, I mean, there are a lot of people on there who are pretending to be people that they're not. I've seen people, um, you know, they get bags and different things like that just to post and act like they have all this money, you know, and then they take them back or they're not living lavish and they're perpetrating like they're living this lifestyle or they are this persona you know, that they really aren't. I feel like social media has given people a guise and a smokescreen to be able to be primarily whoever they want to be if they're not actually being themselves, you know? So it's like, who are you really? And do you know who you are as a person aside from social media? Like, does social media make or break you? Like, do you get liked in real life? You know, do these likes help you feel more value, more self-esteem? Do they increase your self-worth? Do they increase your net worth? You know what I mean? And so you have to think, is it worth it to sit and fall in line with the minions, so to speak, and pretend to be something that you're not or exploit yourself or over-sexualize yourself just to get a like? And it makes me sad because, you know, like I mentioned before, I have a younger daughter and I feel like, you know, there's times where I have to check her in a way and be like, look, that's not it because these little girls are getting on social media and they're doing too much. They're over-sexualizing themselves. They're, you know, telling too much of their personal business or they're being very vulgar, you know, and I don't feel like it's necessary just so somebody can like a post or like a picture or like a video. I feel like it shouldn't have to be that you have to go through all of that just for those things. And so I think that with that being said, you know, you have to think about TV as well and how reality TV ties into social media as well or society and how people think that this stuff that goes on on TV is normal, especially the younger kids. Like these fighting, fighting is cute in relationships and y'all make up to break up or he go and cheat, but he'll be right back. Or uh, the city girl's real ass bitch don't give a fuck about a nigga. Like it, it shouldn't be that. You get what I'm saying? And so I feel like it's okay to like those songs because I do like trap ratchet music. Like I grew up in Atlanta and the music in the South is, is back in the time that I was growing up there was ratchet, you know, trap, those type of things. And so like, I'm definitely a a Atlanta girl to my core in that way where I like the 808s and the backgrounds and the heavy bass and the beats, you know what I mean? And the, the boom, boom, booms in my music. So I, I totally understand like the beats definitely do not. And it's something that you know, draws people in, but all in those tokens, is it okay? You know, I wonder, is it okay that we allow this, this personification of, you know, we got the, the, the skies, the flat tatted skies, you know what I mean? Of the world, you know, on TV, making it okay to make her son feel like he's a piece of doo-doo because, she gave him up for adoption and he's not doing exactly what she wants, but he kind of is like her, you know what I mean? And so you think about how reality TV has hurt people, has hurt families, has destroyed marriages, has destroyed um, childhoods, you know what I mean? And things like that. I feel like there's a way to be on television and not sell your soul to the devil or sell your soul for a paycheck. 
Like a lot of these girls are on here and, and I get it. You know, I know a lot of y'all are going to be like, it's not up to us to monitor what your child watches or what they believe or don't believe or whatever the case may be. And I get that. Just like Cardi B said, like, I'm not your child's role model, like in that way, like I'm not supposed to be raising your child. You know what I mean? You're supposed to be monitoring your child. And so I get that. But, you know, there's times where kids hear things or they're not with you and they're friends or you can't tell someone else how to raise your child in their household when they're visiting and different things like that. And so the culture of that household and the tonality of that household and the vibration of that household is going to be completely different than yours because you are not on the same frequency you are not on the same wavelength. And so like, I get that, but I think sometimes we forget that it's always a younger generation looking up to an older generation or like we have the people who you know, look up to the people on TV and they want to attain this lifestyle. Like now it's all about the look, like the, the big butts, the long hair, the lashes, the makeup, the, the man, the cars, the houses, the accolades and the popularity. And it's, it, it, I feel like we get lost and, and we're not individuals anymore. We're too busy living to be someone that we're not. And furthermore, we're living to give a perception that is not of us and it's not realistic. And so we're ultimately hurting ourselves because it's like, do you believe this lie that you're telling people as well? Because if you do, then you're sick. You get what I'm saying? You you need to get help because now you're believing your own lies and that is unhealthy. You know, so anyway, um, I think that when we look at social media, um, a lot of people compare themselves to other people, you know, now this last, I want to say seven years has been a boom of illegal butt shots, BBLs, you know what I mean? And people getting their whole bodies reconstructed. And not that I have anything against plastic surgery at all, because God knows that I would like to get me some nice C cups sooner than later. (laughs) But, you know, I'm okay with myself, with or without them. And that's the thing. Are some women getting these surgeries to get likes in real life from men? You get what I'm saying? Do they not feel like they have what it takes to attain that man or attain that job or to be liked by people if their body doesn't look like 80% of the other women that we see now on social media? You know, I go on social media and it's crazy because I don't sometimes I look at girls and I'm like, I don't know if that body is real. And I I don't even know, like there's so many people who's gotten work done that you wouldn't necessarily know. And then there's the ones that all kind of have the same shape, like the circle hips and then like the big butt or the legs don't match and different things like that. And it's like, what is this all for? Because a lot of girls are getting it done. They want to start stripping. They want to do bartending. They're getting on social media and they're doing, um, what are those uh, pages? The fans for fans only pages and doing whatever on there. And so is it that society has become over-sexualized? Are we over-sexualized? Did we sell our souls to the devil? You get what I'm saying? Um, 
Did we give up our integrity and our moral compasses to attain a like or to attain the like of a man? And so I feel like a lot of these girls don't get the surgery just because they want to get the surgery because it will make them feel good. I feel like they want to get the surgery to attract a baller, you know, a shot caller or whoever, a, a man of stature of money. And it's like, even if you get the body, do you have a brain? You get what I'm saying? Because the only thing that that man is looking at is what you paid for. And they're not seeing you as something of value. They're seeing you as an object. You get what I'm saying? And then if if you don't give them what they want or you don't fit the bill, they'll just find another you because it's become to a point that everybody's so cookie cutter and there's not very much individuality that stands out anymore. And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, somebody message me, um, inbox me, hit me up. I have a Gmail. It's um, Gmail at God and Gossip at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram. My Instagram is at Deja underscore Dej. You know what I mean? If if you guys feel like what I'm saying is wrong, y'all could definitely, we could have a discussion, you know, a live discussion, a, a you know, opinion coming to the, the like meeting of minds about these things because I feel like surgery, there's so many girls risking life and limbs for a butt now. Like I know a couple girls who got illegal butt injections you know what I mean? Um, that live in my city. One of the girls actually used to bring a girl here to get the girls here hooked up with the shot lady. And it's like, what, what are you doing it for? Like, I just don't understand it. You know, the first time I ever found out about butt shots was I was working at Nordstrom. This was probably about 2009, maybe 2010. And there was a guy, he was a transgender guy. He came in and he was nice. You know, he would buy stuff. I would help him pick his clothes. I used to be um, a wardrobe stylist there and I would help him pick outfits out or whatever the case may be. And I looked just on, I couldn't help it and saw like he had a real big butt. And I was like, whoa. And he's like, yeah, butt shots, girl. I got them done in a hotel in Ohio. They're silicone, you know, they jiggle, it feels real, you can touch it, all these things. And it was like, well, I didn't know that existed, you know what I mean, until then. And it's like, there's the stories on, you know, I think they did one on BET, Shot Girls or something like that. And even um, Get Body by Jay, I don't know everybody's real name, but she had got them and had to get several reconstructive surgeries. I think K. Michelle got hers removed, you know, and things like that. So it's like, is it worth it to put your health on the line to attain something that are you really doing it for yourself? That's my only thing. You know what I mean? That That's the only thing that I, I worry about that we've gotten so lost that people don't know who they are anymore. There is no identity. People are lacking identity and that it makes me sad because, you know, my daughter's 17. She still has a long ways left to grow in this world. And, you know, I have to get with her like, you are cute. You have to be comfortable with what you have. You know what I mean? And if it's meant for you to have it, then so be it, you know, and we can always make changes. Like I work out, so I maintain my shape, you know, my waist and my legs and my butt by working out, you know what I mean? And so 
I've seen a lot of girls. That's a thing too. Like go to the gym. You don't always have to get surgery. I feel like sometimes people like to take the easy way out, depending on how much weight you have on you or, you know, sagging skin and things like that. I totally understand those things, but I feel like we are a microwave society and have become so lazy where the obesity rate is one of the highest it's ever been. And that I think that we should do more health watching and watching what we eat and the things that we are putting inside of us, whether it be physically, mentally, you know what I mean? And we get into a healthy place within our minds and within our bodies to what we feed ourselves, as well as the things that we surround ourselves with, because they try to say that your, you know, circle um, dictates your character in a way. In some ways, I believe that. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm I'm me. I'm a free spirit. I'm a hippie at heart, bohemian baby child, whatever you want to call it. And I've I've never been one to sway with a crowd, um, or be in a group of girls. That's never really been how I've gotten down, and it never will be. I love who I love. I love the people that I do. You know, um, give the title of friendship to, and so you know, if you see me with somebody, just know, like, I rock with them, and, and if you do something, I'm gonna do something, (laughs) but, you know, back to, um, what I was saying about social media, if we go back to the beginning, and we think of what life would be like without it, would we be more social in person without social media? Because I honestly am not sure social media is very social because there's a lot of people who have a lot of followers and things and all they do is post and they don't interact with their followers. You know, they don't interact with them at all. And so I'm just trying to understand what's social about social media sometimes because it seems like we post a bunch of stuff. We post a bunch of news. We got rooms like the neighborhood talk, the shade room, different things like that um, that you know, talk, it's like our, our celebrity gossip pages, or it might post other things, you know, cute little videos or fun videos for people, but is social media really social? Cause sometimes I feel like it's not, you're not really interacting with someone on a continual basis on there. You're just kind of following what someone's doing in admiration, or you might like something that, that they do, or you're inspired, you know, by something they're doing. I don't know. So in this quarantine time, have y'all just been on social media? Have you guys been being productive? I know since we have been on quarantine, I actually started this podcast, um, which I'm so glad that I was able to do because I honestly would not maybe have even done it as soon as I did. You know, it's always like I'm going to, I will when I can, when time allows, and and the opportunity presented itself, and I just ran with it, and it was important to me to get it done, because I feel like, you know, I do have a voice that um, the things that I'm willing to discuss and talk about, and in my vulnerability and transparency, I feel like I'll be able to connect and touch people, you know, in a way that maybe someone else wouldn't, Um, so anyway, back to being in quarantine, you know, in social media, um, are you guys just, you know, not being productive in quarantine time? I mean, this, I feel like is the ample time for people to birth businesses if they can, um, to 
finalize projects or start projects that they have been procrastinating on to catch up on reading um just have self-time and get to know you again I feel like those things are important and you know how is everybody doing financially right now I am not working um my sole income was my salon and I was the only employee as of currently you know with my salon and so you know bills still got to get paid and luckily I have a little bit of money and I have a little bit of help so I'm not very worried and as far as this stimulus I didn't get one so I'm mad at everybody who got one besides me but I'm not even going front I really didn't even get my 2019 tax return back yet so I probably won't get a stimulus until like my birthday sometime in June which I'm not even upset about because it might be all for the better <laughs> and all for a purpose so let's see um I just think that in this time we should spend less time being social on social media and more time being social with people that you genuinely love and you care about check on people call people talk to people on the phone, get to re-know your friends and your family in this time and be social with your circle of people who are close to you and that you genuinely have a regard for because those people on social media are not worried about you. And I think that's a lot of the problem. We get so caught up in just, you know, what's going on? What's next? What's next? And it's like we're programmed into this microwave society of, always chronically on social media checking our phones we wake up we check our phones we're on social media you know and I'm I'm not even gonna lie I'm even guilty of it I have to do better at when I was getting up before I would put on like an affirmation a manifestation video and I'm gonna get back to that so keep me accountable you guys I'm definitely gonna get back to doing that um and I think that you all should too just something to spearhead your day and get you started on a positive note because a lot of times especially now we're scrolling and it's coronavirus COVID-19 death this Italy that China that you know the U.S. this and stimulus that you know and it's we're bombarded with so much information and honestly I don't think we're even able to process half of the stuff that's happening to us a lot of people are going to come out of this with post-traumatic stress disorder and that's a, a mental health issue you know, in depression, a lot of people can't handle this. People are staying inside. They're cut off from their friends and family outside of a phone or a computer. And there are some people who live by social interaction like that is their lifeline. And so for those people, my heart goes out to you guys. I will constantly pray for you all and hope um, and send you know, positive vibrations to you all because that's hard. You know, sometimes I find myself sitting here and it's like, what is there left for me to do? Even though there's a lot of things that I could be doing, it's like you get into this routine of just being, you know, and existing in your own space and in your house. And, you know, we all probably are guilty of it at some point. Some of us are still working. So I'm grateful to you guys who are still able to work like the nurses, the doctors and things like that, the essential people, because some of you guys are saving lives. And so, you know, I'm going to give you guys a round of applause for that. <laughs> um, and I'm grateful for you all for that. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
for your services. You guys are really the superheroes out here um, saving us little people, um, the everyday people. And so I just think that we should really get real and look and evaluate and do a checklist of what we could get out of this time, you know, and even though it's negative and a lot of people are suffering, let's just try, like, let's pretend, you know, and and try to find a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And, you know, if you need help or anything, reach out to someone. Do not let your pride keep you from getting help or, you know, receiving help that someone might be willing to give you. So, I just wanted to tell you guys that I love you all. Um, I definitely skipped around a little bit um, in this topic, but I feel like it all kind of flowed in a sense together. And I just want to thank you guys so very much for taking the time out to listen to me and all of you guys that have given me positive feedback and just told me that I'm doing a good job and are on board with what I'm doing and that you guys support me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm so appreciative of you all, and let's finish out with our mantra, okay? You guys are money magnets, beyond blessed. Use your platform for a purpose, turn your pain into purpose, change your mindsets from scarcity to abundance, from obstacle to opportunity, opportunity to overcoming. What did I say? Obstacle to opportunity. Let's take this obstacle of the coronavirus and turn it into an opportunity. Make opportunities for yourself right now. Make a business for yourself right now. Tap back into your creativity that you might have lost. Let God come in and allow that spark to be reignited for you and for you to come out of this able to have a passive income of something that you might not have even dove into because you were too busy doing the work thing, quote, quote. You know what I mean? So turn this obstacle to opportunity opportunity to overcoming overcoming to overachieving let us do more than good and to be great today what did i say do more than good and to be great today it doesn't matter if you woke up on the wrong side of it it doesn't matter if you don't have any money in your account right now god will make provision i promise you this if you believe and i know the bible says the faith the size of a mustard seed How about we go to a grain of sand? If you give God just a grain of sand on the beach of your life, he will move mountains. He will move mountains for you. So believe. Do not give up on your belief. Do not let this time kill your faith. Do not let this time kill your spirit. Do not let this time kill anything that you had in the works. God is going to make provision. He is a God of provision. He will make sure that you have everything that you need and it won't come easy. Everything doesn't come easy. You might not see the silver lining. You know what I mean? You might not see it, but it's there. You get what I'm saying? And and I always say, you know, you have to believe in order to see. You know, so you guys just know your money magnets, beyond blessed, use your platform for a purpose, social media, use it for a purpose, turn your pain into purpose, this is painful for some of y'all right now, turn it into purpose, turn your pain into purpose, change your mindset from scarcity to abundance, from obstacle to opportunity, opportunity to overcoming, 
overcoming to overachieving let us do more than good and to be great today be a joy carrier be a light carrier and be love Mm. be love you guys be love and love on someone today give someone a hug give someone a phone call that you haven't talked to that you typically wouldn't even send somebody maybe a nice message because you never know i tell people i always tell my daughter be kind to people because you never know never never know what they're dealing with when they go home um i love you all peace exo dash